Don't forget to sign up for the free online video-based Bible study with Debbie beginning October 10th, 2019. This is a six-week Bible study covering Debbie's book, The Gift of Prophetic Encouragement. You will also get access to a private Facebook group to interact with Debbie, and she'll be doing Facebook Live Q&A times. For more details or to sign up, look in the show description or visit debbiekitterman.com. Hello, I'm Debbie Kitterman, and welcome to Dare to Hear, the podcast, where we equip you and challenge you to dare to hear the voice of God. And today, I am delighted to have with me um, someone who I met, and also we're going to talk about her book. Her name is Barbara. And Barbara, you better say your last name because I never get it right. So say your last name, and then I'll introduce you. Uh, Kalachia. Colaccio, see, and I was going to, and I was like, I knew that, but then I thought I better not do it because, you know, I didn't, I want our, I want our listeners to hear also your great accent. I love it. Okay. It's Jersey, 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 man. Come on. So Barbara is an itinerant minister. She's an ordained chaplain. She's an author, an international speaker. She's currently finishing up a degree in evangelism which is awesome. We're going to talk about that at Global Awakenings Theological Seminary. And she is um, involved in various ministries at her church, including deliverance, inner healing, and you have the privilege of leading the church outreach ministry, and you tend to flow in words of knowledge and gifts of healing. So let me just say that if God gives you a word of knowledge or something as we're talking on this podcast for the next 20 minutes, that I want you to feel free to release that over those that are listening. So don't hold back because I love, I love it. I mean, we just met each other in May and uh, we were actually at the daddy's girl conference together. We had never met each other and there was just something, um, that God just connected us and uh, we exchanged books. So I got her book, which we're going to talk about today on the podcast. And it is the 40 day experiment, achieving intimacy with God. And we're going to talk about Barbara's book. And so we did this whole, I'll give you my book. You give me your book. And we swapped and it was so fun. And, um, and then one of my fondest memories of being a daddy's girl was sitting in the back and having like the holy laughter because that that doesn't happen to me. I used to be so skeptical of that. And I was like, that doesn't happen. That's not God. And this was like the second time that that happened. And it's season where I was so, I had just come from some um, feeling like knives had been stuck in me, you know, and then I came straight to daddy's girl. And, uh, and there I was sitting with you in the back and holy laughter hit us. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're going to get in so much trouble. But it was such a healing time. And then I think we just, we just hit it off. And um, I just, I love who you are. And I love, um, I, I love, I love this book. I love this book. So for those of you that are listening um, and not watching on YouTube, I will drop where you can get Barbara's book um, because you're going to want to get a hold of this. And it's really about, Barbara, I want you to talk about what the book is about. I'm going to turn it over to you, but it's this 40-day experiment achieving intimacy with God, but it's really about taking every thought captive. So talk to me about this book. Why did you do this? And, and just kind of where you were at and where you came through in this journey. So let's just kind of start talking about that. Well, I was uh, doing a, a class, Spiritual Formation, I was reading a book, and it talked about Brother John and this other gentleman. And I'm reading about this relationship that they had with God. And my insides are ready to explode. And I'm like, God, this is for all of us. 
And just as that thought came in, the enemy said, no, it's not. And then I heard the Lord said, you draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. And I took that as a challenge. I said, all right, fine. So I did a 40 day journal, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and what happened in those 40 days were the most incredible 40 days of my life. I learned to not only hear God more acutely, but to trust him no matter what he said, even if for me was something completely bizarre. I knew that if God said it, it was going to benefit me and it was going to glorify him. And so after the 40 days, I hear the Lord say, now publish it. I said, now, hey, now get behind me. <laughs> I, I understand that. I can relate to that. <laughs> and so thinking it might be the Lord, considering what just happened the last 40 days, I said, all right, Lord. And, and I, I went through the different publishing things and whatnot. And I decided on self-publishing because they said they wouldn't change your words. And if it was Holy Spirit driven, I didn't want the words to be changed. Right. Okay, fine. And I looked at the price and I was at a heart attack. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you really need to get behind me. Yeah, that's not you, God. And I hear the word of the Lord say, did I not just give you $3,800 to go to Brazil? Well, let me tell you, I dropped on my face. I repented. I thanked God for his provision. The next day, someone comes to church and says, hey, Barb, God said to give you this. And it was $500 for the book. It was the, the deposit. I love it. Week after week, people would come up. Nobody really knew, except for maybe three people, that this was in the process. Week after week, the Lord said, give you this. The Lord, and so they had to know what I was writing. And honest to goodness, about 75% of it got paid by God. I'm sure the whole 100 would have been done if I would have had patience and not wanted to bill over Christmas. So that one's on me. I love it. I love it. Like, because that goes to like, people always say like, if God assigns it to you, he'll, he'll help fund it, you know, but how we often talk ourselves out of doing it because we can't see all the pieces in place. And so one of the things that I love about you, and we were talking about this before we started the recording is that you are someone who seems fearless and you started laughing and I like, <laughs> people say that to me too. You're so fearless. I'm like, you have no idea how I feel before I actually step out. But the fact that you did this, um, it, the book is, it was, I wasn't sure when I started reading it, I was like, Oh, a 40 day journal, because I heard you talk about, um, I so related to this when you were talking at daddy's girl, you were talking about how like you would have a thought and then it would just become this one ray train. And I'm like, Oh, that's so me. Like my husband's late. Oh my gosh. He's probably dying in a ditch too. Oh my gosh. Somebody murdered him. I mean, like how quickly is he's five minutes late to he's in a ditch dying to somebody murdered him, you know? Um, but how the enemy gets in there and that, that I wasn't sure what to expect. And when I brought the book home, I have to tell you this, my husband saw this book and I was reading it and he's like, we should do this together. You know, and I was like, okay, no, we actually, he's on, he goes on sabbatical here um, in a few weeks. And so we're, we're going to do this together because it's just like, our life is crazy, but I want you to know, like, I love the stuff that you do in here and, and it is your journal. It's kind of like your journey of the 40 days. And I'm like, as I was reading it, I was like, oh, well, okay, it's her journal, but it was impactful. Like I had, I, I was expecting it to be like a chapter book or something like 40 days or something. And, but as I'm reading it, I'm going, oh, me too. Oh, I so do that. And 
And I love, and I love at the end of the book, so we're not going to talk about this. I'm just going to give people a teaser, but you talk about um, doing this one minute test about taking every thought captive. Yeah. Day, day three, day three rocked my world. I was like, mine too. yeah. And I was like, and, and so I'm reading it. And I'm like, I feel like I'm inside your head, but that you're inside my head. And you wrote this at a time when we didn't even know each other. You want to hear something funny? Um, one thing, quick thing. I didn't read it, make it as a, you have to do it for you devotional. My, my heart was read it and then do your own. Yeah. So, you know, you can read it in one or two days or less. Yeah. Well, but I have so many friends that have said to me, Barb, I can't read this in bed anymore. It sounds like you're sitting between you and my wife. It's like, <laughs> it's like having coffee with you. So I, I will tell people how I did it. I did read it all. And then, and so my husband's going to read it all. And then we're going to go back through it because you give stuff like what you did. And I think, and I think, and I'm an activation person, like, you know, at the end of my books, I have activation prayers, activation exercises. So from each one of your journals, I personally have taken, how can I, what's my activation from this day? And so that's what we're going to do together. That's how I made it a little more personal. I added to your book. I hope you're okay with that. Um, Perfect. <laughs> but, awesome. But what I love, you say this, you say this, this is a quote kind of at the back, would you give, I mean, and you give a bullet points, like pages of bullet points of things to really um, develop your intimacy with God. But you say this, a key step towards intimacy with God is taking every thought captive. So talk to me about this process of taking every thought captive, because I think that we don't pay attention to those thoughts enough and we don't take them captive. Yeah, um, I think we're creatures of habit and we live in a fallen world. So right there, we got two things against us. But God's given us everything for living and holiness through the Holy Spirit. I mean, he has set us up. God, God knew we need to live before we die. So for my process, like I said, you know, Tony's 10 minutes late. He's in a ditch somewhere getting eaten by vultures. You know, it's just the way my thought went. so related to you that way. But, but now it's okay. Tony's five minutes late. And as soon as I start to feel the uneasiness, I immediately recognize it's not of God. And so... When we walk in God's peace, when we walk in our identity and our joy is up because our joy is based on God and not on circumstances, all of a sudden we can realize, oh, wait, this isn't God. So it must be the enemy. So what do we do? Well, we'll take the opposite. So one thing that I do is I ask, Lord, this is what I'm feeling. I don't think it's of you. I repent. I give it to you. I take all authority I've given to the enemy in this area, Lord. I leave it at the cross. Lord, tell me your truth about the situation. So if I say, Tony's late, for example, my husband, he'll say, I have not given you a spirit of fear. Okay, so I know I'm working with fear. I repent of fear. And then I say, okay, Lord, give me your eyes for the situation. And then a thought will come in, well, oh, it's Friday. He got paid. He probably went to get cold cuts for the week. And I was like, oh, that's right. He, he likes the, the coca from this butcher. And then peace. And something as simple as not going back to old habits. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes complete sense. Because even though we're saved, we're continuously being saved. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I lived a life of fear. Um, and so, that, you know, the enemy is always going to knock on you and wait for you to open the door. But when we do, 
we have the gift of repentance, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not being triggered by old things, recognizing what the old triggers are. And what is extremely important about that is surrounding yourself with people that will keep you accountable. Mm, that's good. Especially when you're in leadership, you don't want yes men around you. You want someone that would say, hey, Barb, maybe you shouldn't have done it this way. Or maybe you should say this. Or what were you thinking? And, you know, it happens. I'm human. We're all human. Yeah. I got to tell you, we are like soul sisters. I'm, I'm like, I say that to people. I'm like, I am such a people pleaser, but I don't want yes men around me. I yeah. don't. And it's so important that we realize that we need people that don't think like us that aren't like us and that aren't just going to give us their seal of approval just because they like us. Well, I tell you, I had a personal situation last week with one of my kids and it brought back, uh, just a quick summary. My oldest daughter, when she was 10, she had a major stroke. And so now we fast forward now and my, my youngest who's 14, need a heart monitor for something. And sitting in that doctor's office, I cannot tell you all the thoughts that came through my mind. Mm. and I held it in and whatnot. I'm thinking I'm all cool and I got this and I sat in my pastor's office and next thing I know I'm, I'm a ball of tears and he's like Barb did you forget who you are like, yeah I did and he's like no this is a trigger I didn't recognize mm. that a sickness in my child was a trigger that oh my god they're gonna have a stroke and it wasn't until somebody who I love and respect and loves and respects me said this is your trigger and this is what you need to do. Oh, so good. So we repented. Now, I had an issue a couple of nights ago, another health issue with another member of my family. But this time, because that trigger was recognized in me, and someone was bold enough to say, I love you and this is wrong, it's like midnight, I'm sitting, okay, I'm starting to feel fear. Well, who am I? And I took out Ephesians, and I read it in three different versions, the first two chapters. This is who I am. This is who God says I am. This is what's available to me as a daughter of God, as a king priest. And then I laid hands on him and we prayed. And the peace of God just overwhelmed the room. And so today I went up to my pastor. I said, hey, this is going on. Now I'm not in fear, but I also know well enough that I need help in this. Would you pray with me in agreement for my husband and my family? And so there's a peace that comes with it when you take your thought captives. So in summary, I would say, beware your habits. Mm -hmm. Go into scripture. <laughs> scripture has to be number one, the word of the Lord. Sit with him, meditate, hear him, journalize it. If you're not sure, check your word against the word and surround yourself with loving people of God who will not only keep you accountable, but are willing to be vulnerable with you. They're not going to judge you, but they're going to love you in it. That is so good. That is so good because I think sometimes we think, oh, we have to, we have to do this alone, or we, you know, it's our relationship with God. But we were built for relationship. We were created for relationship, and we need to invite other people in, not just for accountability, but for relationship because we can grow um, and go better. Like I learned from you, and and vice versa, right? Like we yes, learn absolutely. from the people that we surround ourselves with. I absolutely love that because I think it's like um, we have tapes that play the old tapes that play and the enemy knows our triggers we don't necessarily recognize them and sometimes it's just like i'm going along and then something will trigger me and find i'm like how did i end up in this pit yeah and, and it's like it's like a split second and then i'm like 
wait a minute, wait a minute. Sometimes it takes me like a week or two weeks to figure it out. But having people around us helps us. I like that. And I think another uh, trap of the enemy is, oh, well, you dealt with this already. So what are they going to think of you if you deal with this? That's good. You're leading this ministry or you're doing this. What are they going to think of you now because you need help in this? Are they going to think less of you? And, you know, we're all in submission to somebody else. We all honor people, and it's not right to put them on pedestals or anything like that, but we value their opinion. Yeah. And so if, if, if they dealt, let's say, with sickness in my family, for example, over and over again, and all of a sudden I'm in this trap, and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? And so-so's not going to want to pray for me, or they're going to think I'm this or that. It's a lie from the pit of hell, because the Lord, the Bible says, you become who you hang out with. If I'm hanging out alone with the devil, guess what? I'm going to believe his lies. If I'm hanging around with people that are filled with the Holy Spirit, walking in their power and authority and knowing who they are and keeping me accountable, then they yes be yes. And that's the woman I want to be. That is so good. Woo, bring the fire, Barbara. Bring the fire. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So I have another, I have another quote from you. How does this feel to have people quoting you? A little scary. <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know. I used to, I, when I wrote my book and people were interviewing me for that, I was just like, oh yeah, I said that, I forgot that. Okay, so this is what you said. This is one of the, one of the steps that you gave. And you said, pray every morning that you can complete the works that God has created for you to do. Whoa. Like, I hadn't thought of it in that way. Like, of course we all want to... Um, fulfill the destiny and the plans and purposes that God has had for us from the foundations of the world. But to, to wake up every morning and pray, help me to complete the works. Like I'll step up and say like, what assignment do you have for me today? Or where are you? Sa-? But that is about us and our relationship with God. So kind of, can you unpack that a little bit? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, let's begin with his mercies are new every day. You know, um, something simple like losing weight for me has been a challenge for years. And so I, over this past year, I've dropped 50 pounds. And it, only, it was only 11 months ago when my body realized I was on a diet and decided to, you know, <laughs> agree with it. But here's the thing, you know, for me, diets were like, you're not telling me what to do with the whole rebellious thing, right? So again, you, you real, God brings it to your attention and you repent. And then the next morning you get up and you say, Lord, this is, too big for me to do on my own. But your word says your mercies are new every day. So I trust that this, you're going to get me through my day for everything that I need. So I give him a list of what I think I have for the day. Go to the dentist, you know, interview with you, whatever. I give him that. And then when I give him and I, and I get myself in the mindset of knowing and believing that his mercies will get me through the day, then I can pray with full confidence, Lord, may I do the works that you designed for me to do since the beginning of time, which is in the Bible. And then I take one step further. Now, we're body, mind, and soul. And our spirit is perfected, but our souls are not. We're human. So because I have the breath of God in me as a believer, and so do you, I say to my hands, and this may sound a little weird, but it works. Hands, I command you to do the miracles that God has, has told me I could do the Holy Spirit. Mouth, I command you to speak the, 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 the word of God boldly so that signs and wonders will, will speak. Eyes, I command you to see the heavenlies, Lord, that I may see what the angels are doing, even what the demonic is doing, so I know how to pray. 
Holy Spirit, I, I, I ask you, take my mind captive and I command my mind to be captive to the word of God to take every thought captive in Jesus' name. And then when I stumble, I repent. That, 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 be quick to repent. I've learned oh, that. Oh, I have a very short leash. <laughs> I do too. I had to wait a whole week because I did something two Sundays ago and I had to repent in front of the whole church. And guess what? We had just started broadcasting the whole service on Facebook. <laughs> so not only was I repenting in front of the whole church, I was repenting in front of like the whole world almost, you know? And so, but that, I love that. I love, I love how confident you are because this is something that you put in and integrate in every part of your life. And I think it's because you did this challenge. Like it's like when you were saying at the beginning, like you, you, it was kind of like this challenge. Like God's like, I dare you to do it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I dare you to do it. And you're like, oh, I am not backing down. I have a feeling that in Jersey, when there's like a dare that's put out, you're like, we don't back down from that. Especially not double dog dares. Yeah, I was going to say, or those triple dog dares too. Like, oh, that's my husband. Like, John is like, if you, if you just say something out there, he's like, eh. if you go, I dare you to do it, like this whole other animal comes out. And he's like, I can do it. You think I can't do it? And yeah, I'm sorry. You know what's really cool about that mentality after salvation? You're like, you don't know my God. He's going to walk before me. So go ahead, dare me. <laughs> go ahead, do it. I love it. I love it. And I love this boldness. Um, okay, so as we end this part talking about your book, I just want to encourage everybody to get a copy of Barb's book. But Barbara, how can they get a copy of your book? I'm going to let you do that. And how can people connect with you? Do you have a website or a Facebook page that they can do? Yes. So share that. And then will you pray with us um, to about taking every thought captive and um and just kind of to develop our can you just however god leads you to pray for that and then we'll just wrap up this episode but don't worry listeners because i'm going to bring her back for one on words of knowledge cool all right so i do have words of knowledge you said i can release them so yeah we start that um if you have a right earache right now in jesus name i pray complete healing we speak to the ear joint to be healed and for the ear to drain if you have itchy eyes and that's you we speak against any allergens any irritation in Jesus' name, any dry eyes, and any side effects from diabetes, we say be healed in Jesus' name. And, and I heard, I thought the Lord said that there was somebody who was listening who had trouble hearing from God, and that was their struggle. So if this is you, I just want you to just say, in the name of Jesus, I repent for embarrassment. I repent for fear of man. And Lord, I choose you. So I ask you now, in Jesus' name, open my ears that I may hear your words. Show yourself through the, your word to me in Jesus' name. So I bless you now to, to hear from God, to know that you know without doubt that it is from God. And I challenge you to, to check the word, to check it against the Bible, to check it against other, other godly people and get their opinion and, and get the counsel of two or three because you want wisdom in this. Um, and so you, you want to... You told me to do three things. The second thing was to pray for the book. I forgot the third. <laughs> to pray for, yeah, to pray for, oh, tell, tell us how we can connect with you. And then yeah. you're going to pray to end the episode and then I'll sign us off. So how can people connect with you? How can they get the book? How can they get their own copy of the book? Okay, well, you can connect with me right now through regular Facebook, Barbara Kalachia. The book is on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles, Walmart.com. And as far as personal email connection, if you get the book, there is uh, Gmail, the 40-day experiment, and you could just 
send your questions to me. If you're doing your own challenge, tell me. I'll pray with you. I'll talk to you. I'll encourage you because you know what? God wants that intimacy with you. It's not you. He's always chased you. And now you're saying, yes, catch me. And it's awesome. So, so Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I bless Debbie. I bless this, this, this podcast. I bless those that are hearing and those that will hear it. Holy Spirit, I ask that even now, as we're sitting here, those that are hearing, you are molding their hearts and, and turning their hearts towards you, where they will receive you as their Lord and Savior, where they will want to take every thought captive. So right now, we speak to those that are listening. We, we speak to the spirits to be stirred up and hungry for the word of God, to know you and love you more. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you listeners for listening and for watching on YouTube to the Dare to Hear the podcast where we encourage you to dare to hear the voice of God. Thank you for listening today. If you were encouraged in any way, we ask that you would share this with your friends, invite them to like this podcast or our YouTube channel, subscribe there. And if you haven't left us a review yet, we would love that. It helps other viewers and listeners know what you think of the podcast and the YouTube channel. And we just thank you for uh, joining us for this talk with Barbara about her book. And I just want to encourage you to go get this. It is going to rock your world, the 40-day experiment, achieving intimacy with God. And so until next time, I have a blessed week and take every thought captive. Amen. Thank you, Debbie, for having us. You're welcome. <laughs>